We've been fighting a long time, and we've all lost so very much. So many loved ones gone. But you are not alone. There are pockets of resistance all around the planet. We are at the brink. You have no idea how important you are. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. Ave Maricela, Dei Mater Alma, Atque Semper Virgo, Felix everybody steven Sunspinel. coming at you with another episode of resistance podcast with joe a co-founder of catholicartcompany.com co is in the other one is sick right now we'd have two but anyway joe welcome thank you for coming on thanks brother it's great to be here no 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 problem no problem so art is something near and dear to my heart i don't know if you guys can see behind me but the screen shows at least one two three four five six and on that wall there's 10 or 12 and on that wall there's another 10 and in the other rooms i got more i grew up with as a sports fan so i had players all over to all over our room my brother and i and now we got the all-stars of the faith in here i i need it for myself so joe why is art important that's a great question steve um catholic art is extremely important because you know, you've heard that old phrase, right? I, the, the eyes are the window into the soul. And a lot of people think about that looking from out, looking into somebody's soul, right? But just like any window is two-way street, right? So what goes, what, what comes out, what's exuded from behind the eyes is the person's soul. But uh, what goes into the person's soul through the eyes is extremely powerful, right? So... The, the the Catholic Church has sought to inundate us with every uh, inundate all of our senses with beautiful things. You know, this is why good food is important. This is why uh, beautiful music is important, right? The same with Catholic art. Catholic art has been an extremely powerful tool of the Catholic Church for hundreds of years, two thousand years ish. Um, so that Catholic art is important because it is something that tempers our intellect, something that uh, illumines our imagination and raises it to God, right? It, the, if we don't, our, our responsibility is to know, love, and serve God. Uh, you can only love what you know. You can't love what you don't know. You just can't. You just don't. So our, it's our responsibility to know God, and in knowing God, we can experience the natural world that we live in, uh, and these artists who painted the 
the natural world or things that were brought in from their senses that they could relate to and then try to make that kind of a supernatural jump or bridge, if you will, uh, to the supernatural from, from the natural. And that's what these paintings do for us. Yeah, I also failed to mention that because it's sensibilia, I mean, that's what I tried putting in all the videos you hear, good sermons, and I want to make good art for the eyes. So when there's a St. Thomas is on there, I want a good St. Thomas photo or praying. I want a beautiful church in the background. And that's a lot we've missed in the last, in the recovation, I guess. I did a podcast on ugly as sin, and it mentions how you go into a new 7-Eleven church. The art's missing because they said that the experts, it was taking you away from the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass. Your argument, and I would say, and I'm with you, is it brings you closer to God, right? Absolutely. I mean, how, how, you know, meditation is in and of itself an art, right? It's something that it takes, you know, time and practice to get into these things. Imagery is one of those ways that we um, can start to learn how to meditate. Uh, we have to have, be able to construct images in our mind of what heaven might be like or what is God like, what is Our Lady like, what are the angels like, the saints. Um, if you don't have something to start with, some basis to start with, you're just going to stare into a blank, you know, nothingness, right? We draw from our experiences, uh, and then we collect those minds into the best of what we know, and that's what we uh, try to apply to God, right? So the more beautiful things that we have, the more beautiful things that we have to, um, to, to construct this imagery in our minds that we've filed away, right? We see things, and then we file them away. Components, I mean, it could be a tree, it could be, you know, a palm, it could be a flower, it could be a painting, it could be a building, it could be any of these things. And then when we think about, when we're talking about, we're meditating, we're having these conversations with God, these images begin to, to feed into our mind about the best of what it is, and knowing still that it's even greater than the best that we have experienced. Yeah, I remember uh, there's that story about Pio when they say uh, all the other monks around him was saying how beautiful a statue of Our Lady was, and he goes, if that's what she looks like, I don't want any part of this. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. You know, and, and it, we, can, we can learn these things the opposite way too, right? You know, it's totally very, very, very true, right? And that, that is the thing about art, right? Nowadays, we, they've, they've recovated it, they've destroyed it, they've dumbed it down, and they think, oh, well, you know, it's, it's, about this, you know, it's about the symbols. Well, it's about everything that's in there, right? Medieval art, a lot of people uh, have taken even issue with modern art. They're like, wow, it's disproportionate or this, that, or the other. Um, there is a reason for that because, the, again, the idea is to push through that painting to something that is greater than that painting. That painting is man-made. It's, it's not of God. But the, these artists were given the, these gifts by God that, to, to have that creative act. Um, and in that creative act, they're trying to return that talent to God. And it, that, there's so much that goes into the artist even as well. Um, you, you know, the better the artist, you know, often the better the, the painting will be, the representation will be. Um, so it, it's an interesting thing like that. So why did you create Catholic Art Companies? 
So the Catholic Art Company, we started it uh, in 2016. My uh, friend and myself, uh, we put the company together because we saw as we were growing up, our parents strove uh, very, very hard to make sure that the homes that we were raised in were beautiful and beautiful as can be, right? Now, this was a long time before the, you know, the Internet. I wouldn't say a long time. I'm not that old. Uh, but, you know, it was, you know, before the Internet was, uh, et cetera, and whatnot, you could only get what was available, what somebody actually passed down or somebody had printed or shipped overseas, you know, replicated of some actual, uh, you know, piece that was, you know, in their shop. Um, but as, as time has grown on, we've seen that uh, ho- Catholic homes, right, you walk into a Catholic home, and now there, there might be a token piece or a token piece or two of some, you know, beautiful or religious art. <clears throat> but we wanted to actually bring affordable art so that you could actually, you know, deck it out even to the extent of your office, Steve. You know, I mean, you you definitely got the blue ribbon for Catholic art here, okay, for like best well, in show yeah. for most amount of art I could fit on a wall, right? And that's not everybody's style, but at the same time, as we as we live through our day, right? We have our you know we have our bedrooms, we have our living room, we have our kitchen, we, you know. Uh, some of us guys have our basements. These sort of things. If if it is our responsibility to keep God always in our mind, and we have beautiful art throughout our home, that might even be relevant to that you know that bedroom or that child's patron saint that they you know they go to sleep and they wake up. Uh, in that room, and that's the first thing that they see when they wake up and the last thing they see before they go to bed. It is our responsibility to keep the good, the true, and the beautiful before our eyes all of the time. Um, and, you know, that we kind of have two big problems right now, or, and we, we've had at least. Most of the time, you know, good, good art was very expensive, too expensive to have more than, you know, a piece or two that you sunk a ton of money into and, you know, Hey, the, re- the, the actual oil painting and whatnot, that is always going to be th- the best that you can have. And then on the opposite side, you have uh, a lot of people will see things online now where they're like, oh, wow, that's a beautiful piece. I'd like to get a, you know, one or two of those. Um, and they get it, and it's pixelated. It's not, you know, the, you, you know it, it's not vivid. It's maybe even it's not that beautiful. Um, we created the Catholic Art Company so that we could provide affordable art to everybody everywhere, whatever your budget might be, but whatever you order from us is going to be beautiful. Uh, it comes on um, museum quality canvases that are acid-free. They're rated at 100 years, so it's a heirloom piece. Um, and the uh, paper prints that we print on our archival, uh, archival uh, papers. So... Uh, we use the Z Clay uh, printers to actually get this very, very rich color out of the paper or the canvas, as that may be. And we have a, uh, about, what, four, almost 450 uh, pieces in our curated collection. So that's, that's why we created it, and that's what we have. There are more coming? More coming all the time, yeah, man. I, I, I know you're 400. Like, is there more coming? Hey, I, I go to extreme, man. All <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like, what I do you want noticed. from me, Steve? <laughs> no, I, I have a backlog that's bigger than our product list right now. I mean, it's just as a matter of time. 
We spent hundreds of hours um, digitally remastering each one of these paintings, right? Uh, you have, you know, images uh, that, you know, were when they were transferred to photography and whatnot, there's different lighting, there's different, uh, you know, quality of camera and whatnot. But we, we have a minimum threshold uh, that we require our art to be at so that when you get this art, you're not looking at something that's, ugly or pixelated and it's going to be beautiful and it's going to be vibrant and full disclosure i mean these are vista prints so i got wrinkles and sometimes <laughs> it's pixelated a little bit but from far away you can sure right 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 hey <laughs> man that's all that you, you got if you want to be best in show man i mean you know <laughs> that's what you do but yeah, I, I don't I, think mine's gonna last 100 years is uh, <laughs> what you're making gotcha well again we, we want it to be high quality at the lowest price possible. Um, that is the real goal because we would like, uh, my partner and I would love to actually go in to um, Catholic homes and be able to see beautifully decorated homes with people having their own unique slice, if you will, of the Catholic faith. I mean, this is a grand, grand tradition that Catholic art um, there's a, a fellow by the name of uh, Hugh Thomas who was an art critic, and he himself said the Catholic Church is the mother and inspirer of art. Now you're like, wow, how can you say that? Are you saying that there wasn't art before then? Look, that is the beauty of the faith, right? Catholic Church, she is the mother of the true, the good, and the beautiful. If it's true, good, or beautiful, it's Catholic. That's why... Not everything you all see on the Catholic Art Company is necessarily a religious thing. We have a variety. We have, you know, people and events. We have still life, along with images of Our Lady and Christ and uh, the, the saints and the angels, etc. So you get a good mix in there of a variety of things. I understand, you know, some people say, well, you know, I don't want my house to look like a church. I mean, me personally, I, I don't, I don't, I, I think I could live in a church all the time. You know, if it was a beautiful Have you church, seen the white church. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But you it's know, I mean, Germany, if anybody doesn't know, right? <laughs> exactly. But you know, people have different tastes, right? Some people don't need, you know, a ton of pictures in one room. Some people say they might like a ton of pictures in one room, right? It's just totally up to you. But the most important thing is, is that you have these visual reminders at all times some way uh, that to continue to lift your mind to God. And that's why we've created, created the company. Yeah, I used to, for about six months, worked uh, as a Knight of Columbus agent, field agent. Didn't really go too well, so I was only six months. But I'd walk into homes, and I couldn't tell if they were what they were, if they were Catholic or not. And that was not that that, that was the reason why I, do, I have it this way, but I like it when someone walks in. I'm batting a thousand so far for that, and they say, "Wow, yeah, this is a Catholic home." Right, no questions asked. You, you, you just you know immediately, and that's a great point, Steve. Right, because this is Catholic art is not just important for the person who buys it. Right, it's a silent sermon to whoever walks into your home, especially your children. Right, I mean, look, we 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 live in a world of ugly. We know this, right? This this world just gets worse and worse by the day. A lot of people get depressed, you know, oh, you know, here, especially during this, uh, this whole deal that we're going through right now. Uh, you, you know, you can get depressed and whatnot. And people start, I was talking with a fellow the other day, uh, and he just was like, you know, 
oh, you know, this is just really hard and everything like that. And I'm like, it's okay, man. It's going to take the same amount of time as it was going to take if this didn't happen to get to where you're going. This is a temper. I mean, this guy was Catholic. And he was just kind of like, oh, man. And I'm like, dude, we're going somewhere else. Keep your eye on the prize. Keep your eye on the prize. We're going somewhere else. This is something that children need to be inundated with on a daily basis. When they wake up, I'll give you a good example of this. Uh, I did a custom piece from my wife um, for our, our anniversary. And we have four kids now. Uh, but our oldest, Florine, she, uh, I remember when I gave it to her, I, I brought it, it was on our anniversary, and the children were napping. And I had brought it in, I had it framed and whatnot, and it's like six feet tall. I was going to say, is that the 20-foot Mary that you have? Yeah, yeah, 20-foot Mary, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, okay, she's about six and a half feet. But when you walked into the house and you just, you know, you, you know, you can only see her from like the waist down when you open the door. It, feel, it might feel like 20-foot Mary. Um, but uh, she, my, my daughter woke up. My, my wife loved the piece. We loved the piece. Um, but my daughter woke up. And she walks down the hallway. She's rubbing her little eyes. And she walks out. She was two years old. And she turns around. She sees it. And she says, Mother. Now, she's two years old. She's never seen that image whatsoever. But it's a gorgeous image. It's from the, uh, it's an extract from the altarpiece of Ghent. Um, and it's a gorgeous gorgeous picture of our lady with a crown reading the psalms and she knew exactly what it was because my wife and i have sought to try to make her familiar with these things this is what children need to be talking about still today she'll sit on the staircase and she'll just you know put you know a little veil on her head and she'll just sit there and she could sit there for 10 20 minutes and just look at the picture and she's talking with blessed mother Again, this is not an idol, right? This is stuff that, you know, the Protestants want to come after us for all the time, right? But she knows that that's not a living, breathing person. She's a, she's a you know, she's now three years old. No, four now. Um, she knows that's not a living, breathing person, but she has an imagination, and she knows that that is the person that she's having a conversation is actually our blessed mother. This is something that we all as parents have not only responsibility to our children, but um, like St. Francis of Assisi used to say, uh, you know, preach often, if necessary, use words. You didn't say anything about Catholic art, right? Catholic art is a silent sermon, like my, uh, my business partner likes to say, Ben. Uh, it, it's a silent sermon, and these are the things that we can relate to and use to continually remind us of these things. And, yeah, and, yeah. If you hear anybody say that, they bring up that Exodus 20. Right. Yes. Why don't we flip five chapters later where our Lord commands what things to be drawn on the on the road on the on the cake and on the tabernacle, everything's got pomegranates, trees. Uh yeah. So Absolutely. No, I mean uh, the, God gave us eyes to see, right? Now instead of letting us, you know, scandal it and having to scoop out an eye, let's put some beautiful art on the wall so we can keep two eyes on it. Yeah, my uh was it she 15, 16 months? She was like that too. We got a statues or a lady all over and obviously more photos in the hallway. She's like, Mary, 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 baby. It's called Jesus baby. Baby, baby. Because <laughs> mass, she recognizes the infant of Prague on the wall at the church. Mm-hmm. Baby. Uh, 
So yeah, yeah, for family, it's a good cataclysm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can only imagine with your kids, if they were coming to your office, boy, they'd probably not say anything for a couple hours. They just have so much to look at. There's so much, so many scenes and whatnot to, to be able to see. And, you know, this, this is what leaves an imprint on the kids, like you say. I mean, this is, and, and it's repetition is the other thing, right? You know, I mean, that, to have these things constantly hanging on your walls, uh, that, that's something that they're going to see every day. What do you think they're going to think up when they, when they come out? You know, when, whenever my kid goes, you know, when my children go out uh, into the world and they see this stuff that's ugly, what is that? Oh, my gosh, that's disgusting because they know already what's beautiful. Yeah, no, they, they especially like the, uh, that's the altarpiece of the Charter House in England, the Carthusians, and it's the Carthusians getting martyred in the back. And I, I found a photo of a priest saying mass in front of them. That thing is huge. <laughs> uh, so do you have any favorite uh, pieces? that you have in the uh, store? Well, that's a great question. Um, the one of Our Lady of uh, from the Altarpiece of Ghent is my favorite. If you type Ghent, G-H-E-N-T, uh, into the website, you'll see several pieces from the Ghent Altarpiece, which is a polytiptic, so it's something like 28 panels on it, you know, that was above an altar uh, in Belgium. Um, Ghent, Belgium specifically. Um, you know, we, we've got, there are several great artists on there as well. Um, Murillo uh, is a great one. He's a Spanish uh, painter, uh, but there are, you know, several uh, Renaissance painters. You know, Fra Angelico, of course, is, that's super Catholic art, right? I mean, that, that's, that's high, that's high medieval art right there. That's just fantastic. Um, no, I mean, like I said, there's almost 450 pieces in that collection and still growing. Um, lots of Madonnas. We've really dug pretty hard to find sacred hearts of, uh, of Christ um, that represent a true masculinity, uh, but, you know, the gentleness also that exists in our Lord's personality. Of course, this is one of the hardest things for somebody to capture. Enthronement to the sacred heart is super important. We print them in a bunch of different sizes, you know, you know, 12 by 16, all the way up to 24 by 36. Um, several Immaculate Hearts of Mary. Then there's scenes from the Passion. I mean, and like I said, there's still life. Um, there is, uh, you know, people uh, people and events. Uh, you know, stuff like Christopher Columbus meeting Queen uh, Isabella and King Ferdinand. Um, stuff like that. So, again, there's a quite, quite a range. There's something for everybody. Uh, there are a bunch of things for everybody to <laughs> say. Again, it's collection of pieces, which is probably, which is a tiny slice of our Catholic heritage, if you will. Um, I, I got to say, the Ghent altar piece, uh, pieces I absolutely love. Have you ever seen the movie Monument Men? Yes. Yes, exactly. They bring that out at the end. Yes. Uh, for anybody that's uh, watching this that don't have a clue what we're talking about, there's a movie with George Clooney and it's pretty much all the actors you can think of, uh, of called Monument Men, a group of guys in World War II that their whole mission was protect the artwork, uh, priceless artwork in many of these churches. The altarpiece was their primary target. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, it, it was great. Yeah, check it out if you haven't seen it. You get a better appreciation for no, that. that. Every that, Protestant this... that sees my Gantt altarpiece I got, I explained them to Monument Men. And then I got to go watch that show. 
<laughs> nice. That's right. That's right. Yeah, the, the, that is the cool thing about the Gendalter piece is that it is considered to be one of the most valuable pieces of art in the world. It has been stolen and put back and been in burning bill. I mean, it's been all over the place. It's been stolen by armies and all that, all this jazz. So, uh, stolen by the Nazis, right? But you know, eventually it is recovered, brought back, uh, and it is to date one of the most beautiful, in my opinion, and definitely one of the most valuable. Can you explain a little bit about iconoclasm, since we see a lot of that in the new churches that are built. Uh, and our need to get back to, I mean, yeah, no one's going to build a white cathedral. Sure. Anytime soon. Would that be nice? Yeah. And again, if you haven't seen it, I showed it to a friend of mine at work, and I just sat there and was just waiting for his reaction. I got what I was thinking. He goes, wow. <laughs> <laughs> there's gold on the Oregon. There's gold on a confessional. There's immaculate-looking mm-hmm. statues and paintings. You can't, if you walk in that thing and come out and say, yeah, that's just something, yeah. Right. No, uh, Iconoclasm, uh, we've, we've had definitely a few um, few rounds with the Iconoclasts, uh, the most recent being the Jansenists, right? And, and they want to rip out this sense of beauty, and we just know starkness is what we need, and, you know, everybody lives like Saint, you know, Saint, I'm not calling St. Jerome a Jansenist, okay? But St. Jan, Jerome would have never, he would have condemned what the Jansenist said. But he also didn't think that everybody should live like he did in a cave, right. you know, with a cross, and that's it, right? Um, you, you have to go up several levels, uh, and it's this, uh, to, to get that perfect appreciation. This is when you get into beatific vision, um, you know, and that sort of thing. But the iconoclasts are like, Y'all are worshiping the statues. This is this is idol worship. Uh, we've got to destroy this because y'all are so attached to art, to images and icons specifically, right? That was the where it was I, iconoclast comes from, right? These icons in the east, which is where it was where it was started, moved to Europe, but uh, so they started destroying them, and. Many of the saints have been involved in these uh, on the opposite side of the iconoclastic movements, condemning what they've been said. Because again, the point is is that these people who are iconoclasts have such a they they're, they're very they're very attached to this literal translation, or what they think is a literal translation of of scripture, as well as there is certainly abuse that has happened historically with, you know, thinking like I'm, I'm talking to the most extreme examples. Like they would chip off little pieces of paintings and put them in the chalice, right? Okay. People have done some crazy things in Christianity before and nobody ever said it was the right thing, right? I haven't seen any of that go on today. Right, right. <laughs> ah, that's a fact. That's a fact, right? Uh, and, and, but it got so crazy to this 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 devotion to to sac- to to sacred images, religious art and whatnot that people began to go over the top. Again, the the, the right path is the Via Media. It's what's right there in the middle. Uh, we don't uh, despise beautiful uh, things. God gave us these beautiful things. Things that may, men made that were actually true, good, and beautiful. These are things that we appreciate as an ex- 
uh, an extension of God's uh, of God's image. Um, but on the other hand, right? I mean, we shouldn't be, you know, you know, chip, chipping off, you know, paint, you know, and putting it in the chalice. I mean, again, just opposite. But in reaction to this horrible abuse that happened on one side, you have these iconoclasts that come in and they're they're taking, uh, you know, hammers and malls and whatnot, breaking statues and breaking art. And, of course, just horrible. I mean, with the Jansenists, uh, you know, this is something that we would normally relate to being puritanical um, as, as Americans. Um, again, just this stark uh, devotion, no, 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 nothing extra, just what is actually functional because they believe that matter is something that is evil, right, like the Puritans do. They believe that there's uh, all evil around us. Even our body is evil. No, we need to appreciate these things because God created them, and we have to. We appreciate the good artists that tried to give us a window into heaven. So that's that's iconoclasm in a nutshell, if you will. And we joke about the at least the Amish modern day. At least the Amish are consistent. They don't have anything on their walls. I, have, yeah. I had one. I had a friend of mine that I lived at their house for a few months, and uh, his wife would say, "You ever seen the room? It's scary." It had a crucifix, uh, an image of the Sacred Heart, Guadalupe, and a St. Michael statue. <laughs> wow. <It's very> <laughs> wow. That's a, that's a modern-day rock band Protestant uh, mindset. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. No, and, and, and it's, a, it's a good point, too, right? I mean, we walked into these stark homes or people who have a bunch of other things on the walls, which it's not necessarily wrong. I mean, this is – but – at the same time, at the very least, you need to have prominence of things that are good, true, and beautiful, right? Um, and that's that's what we really need to make sure when we, you know, like like you said, Steve, when you walk into your house, there's no question that this is a Catholic home. We should never have anybody should have a house that you should wonder. My gosh, I wonder what religion is. What religion are they, right? Uh, when the electrician comes, you know, when the plumber comes, when your friends come, when you have, you know, business partners over, these are the things that that uh, that that start that spark conversation, spark good conversation. Uh, people have been converted by seeing one image in in history, right? They saw this image and they were just, wow, that that is amazing, and I want to be part of that. That's, a, that's how powerful art is. There's a photo of a, it was an Irish family. The family's sitting outside, and they got images outside the walls. So you're coming into the house, but it's on the outside of the building. Oh, wow. There's photo. There's paintings. Oh, my gosh. That's super cool. Yes. So can you imagine, I've always thought about a tapestry on the side of your house or some kind of other images randomly put on Things like that. Yeah, it's it's not hard. It, you talk about getting outside your uh, comfort zone. Yeah, sure, <laughs> absolutely. You're not putting a uh, cement statue in the back and have a little shrine inside the fence was hard. That's Put something like that on your wall. Well, you're taking it to the next level already, Steve. Okay, now you're <laughs> raising the bar on me already. <laughs> <laughs> well, it ain't there yet. I mean, it's just it's just one of those things going. You know, that's a it's an idea. That's an idea, right? Absolutely. There's but, nothing you know, on that side. <laughs> sorry? I'm like, there's nothing on that side. What do we do here? <laughs> right, 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 right. 
Oh my god! I mean, god. that twenty-foot stand, uh, thing of Our Lady. <laughs> I, I I wish that I could I I, I could I could I I could print it high enough resolution to, to print it that big. <laughs> I don't know why I print it on. I pr probably blow away off the side of my house. So, what's the uh, deal you got going on in, in collaboration with me? Oh, absolutely, yes. Yeah. So, um, we you know we, we've been friends for quite some time, Steve. So we talked about this and. Uh, you put one of our ads up on your channel, which we thank you very much for. But, you know, we we see that you have a very, uh, very faithful following, people who take their faith seriously. And so this was something that we wanted to extend exclusively for your viewers only um, to use the code CensusFidelium. You get 20% off um, your entire purchase. Um, and... Uh, that's all you need to do. Just get on there, take a look at what you like, what sizes you like, canvases, prints. Um, like I said, we have got a variety of sizes and whatnot. But then when you go through checkout, just make sure to pop in Census Fidelium, um, and your viewers will get 20% off. Would you even include uh, uh, churches if someone's, if a priest is sending going, you know what, my walls are pretty much white. Uh, can you guys help out parents? 100%. 100%. Just have them, especially, you know, if this is for churches and whatnot, please um, do, you know, give us a ring. We've got our number on our website. Uh, you can email us. Um, all that information is on the website as well. So, you know, please, if you have projects and whatnot, we've started working with Catholic schools that wanted to decorate, um, you know, their hallways and their classrooms and whatnot. I've uh, been, had great success with that. Churches already, rectories. Um, so, you know, for those types of things, please definitely do reach out to us. Um, and we also do uh, custom work. We don't advertise it uh, on our website, but if you have a project and whatnot, you need some, you know, very, you know, big format art or you want it printed on some other kinds of mediums, we'll definitely work with you and whatnot and try to work up a, a good fair price for you on that sort of stuff. Is framing uh, optional or... Uh, That's a great question, Steve. That's a great question. So we are we are working on uh, our frame shop right now. We're building that out. Uh, we're hoping to be able to offer custom framing options here in in the future. Uh, we do have some other types of products that we want to start uh, putting out there besides the actual framing. Um, these canvas prints are already stretched on ash wood. They're about an inch and a half thick. I mean, it's a heavy-duty frame. When you get it, you'll be like, okay, this isn't, we're not going to have any issues with this. Uh, so that over time, it doesn't start, you know, denting or anything like this, uh, you know, getting wrinkled or something like that. Um, so, yeah, but as far as all the actual sizes, they are all standardized sizes. So frames for these, if you want to frame the canvases, a lot of people like wrap canvases without frames. Um, a lot of people like them with frames. Uh, they are standard sizes so that you can actually insert them into frames, either the canvases or the prints, easily available. Well, what's some ideas you got for the future? Oh, man, for the future. Well, that'd be telling on a few things because there's a few. Uh, I don't want to start making any promises about uh, some of the things that we think that we might be able to do. Uh, we definitely do want, you know, some more accoutrement, you know, and some more uh, home living uh, type um, products that we want to start putting out there, uh, you know, throws and that sort of thing, uh, you know, did some dishware, etc. Um, so some things, a lot of concepts in the works, still testing out a bunch of different things. Um,
but the, the, these products that we, we what, whatever it is that we put out, we wanted it to be top of the line, indisputable, the best of whatever it was. So right now we've done that with the canvases and the um, and the prints. Uh, so whatever comes next, you can be rest assured whatever it is going to be true, good and beautiful. Yeah, he, uh, he sent me a, uh, you're pushing the holy face image the other day, and I don't know if anybody hasn't seen it, go to their site. It's a stunning rendition you guys got. Thank you very much. Yeah, it, it is uh, It is one of the original relics of the holy face. Uh, if you're not familiar with the holy face devotion, it's an extremely important devotion. If you read up about the original miracle that happened in the Vatican, I won't tell you the details now. Go make make that uh, your viewers' homework if they don't already know it. Uh, but this is one of the original relics, uh, miraculous images from the Vatican. So, Joe, thank you for coming on, man. I uh, appreciate you coming on there. We have the links underneath in the show notes section. Again, for anybody that doesn't know that, it's underneath the video. You'll see show more. Click it. Drop down boxes it. The links are right there, along with the other nine platforms I'm on, because there's a lot of spicy stuff that we just can't show on this plat on YouTube, basically. I'll say their name. Um, Joe, any, any final words? Nope, that's it, Steve. I, I, I uh, just, uh, blessed be God, thanks for having, having me on. God bless all of y'all watching this, and uh, we hope to see y'all, see you soon uh, over on CatholicArtCompany.com. Appreciate it. God bless.